Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of... Woken Free! Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 55th episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesday, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that, that is important to us, to you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about whether you should invest in the stock market. But before we dive deep into the subject, a couple of questions to go over. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio? If not, please do. We greatly appreciate your support, support of the show. Second, have you shared an episode with friends or family? If not, please share, share, share. Sharing is caring. Next, have you hollered at us on social media? If not, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. Then lastly, have you reviewed one of our show episodes? If not, we greatly would love to hear your thoughts on our show. So you can go to WokenFree.com and see where our show is on all different platforms like iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio along with other platforms. So with that... I know you listeners probably already know, but each week we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week we shared our greatest foreign accent. This week we're sharing do we prefer a fork or a spoon? You couldn't have thought about anything else, huh? This is a very, you know, a lot of listeners were actually wondering about this. They didn't have the courage to say it, but I had the courage. You do it took realize lots they have of courage. different function, right? Like Yeah, but if you had to... I, this actually come. I didn't just th come up this on my own. I actually was. This came from a game. It was. It was asking people. It was like doing a survey. You had to pick your side. You had to pick fork or spoon. Just think about it. If you could only have one utensil, which one would you have? So it's it's one of those type questions. Um, I guess a spoon because I like. Uh, I probably eat more soft things uh, than harder things. So yeah, I guess spoon for me. How about you? Yeah, the spoon's more practical, right? Because the fork, you can't eat soup with it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you're going to just grab a bowl or put it in your hand. Sure. I, don't, I don't know how you eat it. Yeah. True, true, true. So the spoon's very important. I picked the spork. Oh, the combo. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Those little plastic yeah, ones. Because yeah. then you got to get the best of both worlds. You can sure. still poke at things and pick it up, but you still got your nice little uh, bucket to like get your juices up in. Yeah. And then you can also, what we did in middle school, we used to spoon fight with them. So you can also do that as well. You're such a ragamuffin. <laughs> That's what we used to do in middle school. We used to see if we could break that little fat part of it. And there was all different things. There were like calls you did, but we used to just play with all those those sporks. Hello, Hollis. Now, it seems like a Manhattan elite thing to do. Hardly. All right. Maybe not then. Yes, with that hoodlum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. I think it's time to get started and... Uh, First and foremost, why do people invest in the stock market? I think it's a means to grow their net worth and build up an asset primarily for like retirement. And a lot of retirement plans, they actually place money in the stock market in the form of like mutual funds, which grows the money over time, depending on what security or how the securities are actually performing. According to investor.gov, people also buy stocks for dividend payments. You know, mm. you get those nice residuals each month, depending on if the stocks pay out dividends and then also the ability to vote shares and influence the company. People like to have a say in what the company's going to do and vote on 
certain um, matters that the company ha is dealing with. I think the bottom line, though, is people invest to make more money from their own money. So it's like make your money work for you, not you work for your money. True. I think Tony Robbins would totally agree with that statement. Uh, also, uh, to add to the conversation on fi Fidelity, stocks and stock, stock mutual funds or ETFs have, I think you might have said Extra this. Extra traded, traded funds, yeah. Yep, have the most potential growth compared to bonds and short-term investments. So it's more bang for your buck uh, if you do invest in stocks. Also, if you're looking to kind of have something years away, like a retirement plan, this might be able to further your money along, uh, assuming that everything doesn't go up in flames, <laughs> you know, circa 2008 and 2009. But then also, uh, it's not one or all with the stock market, which is... But even I, with that, just to add in, you know, the stock market did bounce back. It's oh, it like, always does, historically. That's it's pretty funny. It's not yeah. like, oh no, it's flames, everything is ruined. It's more like, oh, you know what, I'm going to have to wait a couple more years for my money to get back to where it was, yeah. and then I can pull out of the stock market. You know, it's like that. Yeah, there's historical ups and wait. downs, and it goes up and down. And to be honest, um, people make probably the most money if you buckle down when it goes down, because you can get everything for like really really cheap so it's like crazy well, yeah some people really make money <laughs> off of the downturn there's a ton of people who made a lot of money when the financial crisis happened because they were able to see past the crisis that most people were concerned about even though you know it's scary to think wow i should buy stuff when it's like 15 cents on the dollar <laughs> and then but, you know people also you know. i mean i'm not gonna get into exactly how it works but just to mention that you could buy stock options where you kind of bet against the stock. So you basically bet for the stock to go down and you're able to sell it at the higher price point and you make money. So there, there's ways to make money when, even when stocks are going to go down. It just depends on how you want to play your cards. With options, you can do lots of stuff. There's Yeah, there's lots of ways to buy stock. We're, we're not going to get all into the nitty-gritty details of that. I mean, this is more like a, just a beginner's kind of like introduction to stocks. Oh, yeah, we're well, doing. yeah, we're not financial we're not gonna, experts. Yeah, we're so not going to give you all the keys. speak with a professional if you're looking for real hardcore stock market advice. I think this is a conversation about the market. And, we're just going to whet your appetite. Exactly. What are the benefits of stock market investments? Okay, well, uh, according to this article on The Balance, they have a wonderful breakdown of some really interesting benefits as well as downsides, which I'm sure we'll talk about. So for on the benefit side of things, they go through saying stock ownership takes advantage of a growing economy. So when things are going well, right, company earnings go well, people get fatter paychecks, it's, you know, consumers are shopping, everything's lollipops and sunshine. So the stock market is in tune with that and so that's really great uh that they are the best way to stay ahead of inflation historically stocks have averaged an annual return of 10 percent that's better than the average annual inflation rate of 3.2 percent so that means that you must have a long longer time horizon and that way you can buy and hold even if the value temporarily drops compare stocks inflation and the gold price in history um so you can go to the article. You'll find it on WokenFree.com to read more about that. Uh, they're somewhat easy to buy. It, you don't necessarily have to, uh, you know, really wrap your brain out <laughs> about easy to buy. Um, how yeah. to get that. Uh, you make money in two ways. Most investors intend to buy low and then sell high. They invest in fast-growing companies that appreciate in value. They're attractive to both day traders and buy and hold investors and uh you know they 
the article goes on and on again you can find it on wokenfree.com and then also fairly easy to sell so i think that that can be really uh exciting when it comes from an investment tool because unlike other types of things that you buy they aren't necessarily as easily movable like real property would be compared to the stock market yeah investor.gov it you know coincides with what you're saying they mentioned that it offers investors the greatest potential over the long haul and specifically they say after 15 years there's generally strong positive returns yeah so they give you kind of like a time period of when you can really get the most bang for your buck Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, you know, you just gotta hucker down, and you can really. <laughs> it's a long, some it's a long person's returns. game. It's definitely not like you're not investing in the stock market. I think in like two years to try to make up all, you know, be Warren Buffett. I think it's well, that's beating um, the stock market. Then yeah. that's a, there's a lot of there are investors that try to do that, but that's you don't have to though. You don't have to be that guy trying to beat the market, you mm-hmm. know. And Warren Buffett actually he he argues against that for most investors. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not a good idea to try to play the market or well, anything. Short of being a seer, I think it would be very difficult to always be right. You know, maybe you'll be right some portion of the time, but I don't know if you're going to be right all the time. <laughs> yeah, you can't. And yeah. historically, nobody has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we talked about the positive. What would you say are the challenges associated with investing? Since you invest, I think you can definitely add insight there. Yeah, I think if the share price decreases below what you paid, then, you know, that's when you're at a loss and people definitely fear that. Mm-hmm. And you can just compare this to like a bank where as long as it's FDIC insured, you're guaranteed your money you put in there mm-hmm. up to, I think it's it's 250000 yeah. I don't know if it went up, but somewhere around Maybe, that amount. Yeah. But, you know, you're guaranteed to get that money if it's in a bank. This It's not like that with the stock. You also need to be a somewhat savvy investor to obtain like the right stocks that grow your portfolio. Mm-hmm. But there, there's technically there's another option out there for people that really want to that that they don't want to like go and pick individual stocks. There are the mutual funds, mm-hmm. and then there's specific type of mutual funds that are the best for investors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which we can get on to later. You know that'll come up. Gotcha. Yeah. Again, that balance article that I was referring to earlier. Like I said, they gave the, the, the sunny side up and the sunny side down <laughs> version of what's going on with the investments. And you can find all of our research that we're talking about on WokenFree.com. And the balance says you could lose your entire investment. That's definitely a challenge. Yep. Uh, that's a you know hell of a day kind of challenge. Uh, but it's not the end of the world. It's, it's just a part of the risk to know about. Uh, stock, stockholders are paid last if the company goes broke. So even if you are doing what you need to do, if the company you're investing in has issues, that's something to definitely think about. Again, this isn't a quick and dirty game, right? This requires a lot of time, not as much time as maybe certain other types of investment tools like real real estate, I think might be, unless you're in the flipping game, I think real estate typically is a little bit of a longer investment time but again you know obviously you should speak to a professional financial advisor who can like break down all of that good stuff for you but last couple of points would be uh you know there's a certain emotion a uh, role emotional roller coaster that some people kind of get caught up with when it comes to the stock market 
you can avoid this. I read a book by Tony Robbins. It was really, really phenomenal. I uh, will share that in the in the and on WokenFree.com so that you guys can check that out because it doesn't have to be that way. But a lot of people do get caught up with the emotional roller coaster of all of this, and then also how I think people get a little bit unnerved about your performance compared to like professionals and people who have maybe doing this for longer than you you have been doing it are you is your knowledge and expertise going to be enough but i would add to that are you ever you could say that about anything so i don't know if that's like a real downside but <laughs> yeah. you know now should everyone invest in the stock market Mm, I think if you financially can afford to do so, if you can bear the risk that comes with the investment, and this is essentially not money that you're playing with to uh, put like, you know, lights on and pay your mortgage, <laughs> but this is extra, this is kind of money, money that's like icing on the cake, then absolutely. Uh, so I would say it's all going to be based on your financial situation. What about you? I just think it's a wholeheartedly yes. I think mm. it's a great way to save for the future, mm -hmm. and there are new pay, there are new ways to invest for people that don't want to do all the research. Okay. So it's not. I don't think the bar is as high as it used to be, and there's all these new um, brokerage firms out there that you can actually go to that mm -hmm. they do all the hard work for you, and even even in terms of pricing, there's things called penny stocks, which mm -hmm. you know if, if you can't afford to buy just a full stock, you can do the penny stocks and. Some of the firms also let you purchase percentage of stocks. So, gotcha. Like, let's say you can't afford Amazon, which is around $1,700. Maybe you can buy, like, a third of it for, mm -hmm. you know, a lot less. So there's things like that as well available to people. I just think there's different levels to it. You know, if you're at a certain income bracket, you would invest more. But if you're at lower, I still think it's a good idea to just purchase some stock. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no loss at it, especially one that provides dividends. Then, hey, you you're going to earn money like every every month from that stock. So I think that's worth it in the long haul. Gotcha. You just have to be mindful about also some of the fees that are involved when you work with certain types. Of, I don't know if it's brokerage houses like you're there's saying. There's some that's actually free. So yeah, for be, so. there's you got to get, you got to get, depending on what level you're, at, level you're at, you definitely have to be concerned about the fees. But there's also fee-free ones, which if you're a mm -hmm. beginner, you can just start off on that because that that's just be easy. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's some that there are no fees. You can just buy and you're fine. Mm -hmm. They might not provide all the resources and tools as the other firms, but if you're just trying to jump in there and just, you know, see how it goes, you do have that option. There are definitely options out there. That's what, I'm, that's what I like to let people know. Gotcha. And what would you say are, like, key resources for learning how to dive deep and invest in the stock market world? Well, since we're out of this day of, like, paper books and go into the library Speak for yourself i think you can go to some nice online tools and okay. they really do help with learning how to invest and one one good one in general is nerd wallet they have some stuff about stocks and of course we have the link up there and just in general how to like save and d financial tips but nerd wallet is definitely great like just by doing research they pop up all the time and they'll give you like certain stock advice as well it's they're, they're a good resource and then also, like I was saying, was the broker firms themselves. So you can sign up with like E-Trade or Alley Invest, and they'll actually provide videos and courses, and they have seminars. They have actually in-person conferences. They have all sorts of things that you can do just to 
really in, increase your knowledge. So, I mean, I, th- I think just going through the brokerage firms themselves is a, is a good idea. Okay. Um, I think that there's several resources as well. Uh, Beginners-investing.com is one website that I came across that seemed to have like a lot of really interesting information. Tony Robbins, like I mentioned earlier, I'll share his book. Uh, He has a couple of money books, but the most recent one that I read uh, that was about the stock market I found to be truly eye-opening. Then also Investopedia, Yahoo Finance, uh, Motley Fool, The Street, Wall Street Journal, of course, MSN Money. Uh, Zach's Investment Research, uh, invest, Investor Guide, uh, Seeking Alpha, and then you mentioned, of course, the online brokerages themselves, ShareBuilder, uh, you know, if you, a lot of people have used them, people, you mentioned the E-Trade, there's TradeKing, uh, Scott Trade, Options House, there's, you know, there's a plethora of information out there, so as per usual, you can never be like, oh, I don't, I don't know, where do I get started? None of that's ever going to apply. Get a grip uh, <laughs> and do some research. But I definitely think that this is not something that's just going to naturally happen. I think this requires work more so than maybe other things you have to do. And so if you're willing to put in the work, I think, yeah, there's a lot of really good resources out there that can really help you get started. But aren't there like misconceptions about the stock market? Indeed, indeed. There's plenty. I actually found on Investors Business Daily. I don't know if I'll get through all of them, but I'll mention some of them. So they wrote, uh, number one, the stock market is nothing more than gambling. Uh, that's not true. I think that uh, it's more than just going to Atlantic City. I, I think that that's definitely a misconception uh-huh. that has no merit. Uh, there's also an, a, a misconception that if the stock market is such a great deal, why aren't you rich? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a good so, one. So <laughs> assuming that everyone who does it should just be like millionaires or billionaires, right? No, not necessarily, right? That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Another one uh, that they shared was, all you need to do is find the next big thing and hold on. I get that. What are we talking about? Like horse racing? I mean, <laughs> this is like, no. Well, is this advice or what is this? Or uh, I don't get this one. Like, is this a... It's sharing all the things that people think uh, that like are missing. But when you say big thing, you mean like big thing in terms of like stock, a stock? Probably, yeah. Oh, okay. They're talking about so find the next big stock that's gonna or boom. Or the and next then, big company and, or something. And then no buy matter. In, in like their IPO and then you're or rich, something. right? Yeah. Then you're just gonna just dance in the money. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna have champagne showers. Uh, you can't time the market. That's not true. The market has cycles. It's had historical cycles that you actually can track. Uh, the stock market is all luck. Again, this isn't about, <laughs> that's you know, pretty funny. Chinese leaves. Like, you have to look at and, you know, like, that doesn't make any sense. It's no. Uh, another one, insiders have too many advantages over the individual investor. Interesting. No, this isn't supposed to occur. That's why we have yeah, the SEC. I think, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point of the SEC, and that's why they shut that down. Yeah, no, I think we have a lot of happen. checks and balances. I mean, maybe they, there are people who are violating you gotta that. got to be very careful. I wouldn't know about all of that, but I think that nah, based on the people that get sent to those fancy prisons, I think that, yeah, the SEC is uh, determined to have this be an equal playing field somewhat. So. Yeah, they have to. Otherwise, it'd be, it wouldn't <laughs> be, be fair. Be and it yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work if insider trader was that prevalent. It really wouldn't. Yeah, and then also the last one they mentioned was the market is never wrong. 
which huh. is, what does that mean by that? So yeah, they say this has its roots in the time-honored advice not to fight the trend. Generally, that's good advice, but the market can be temporarily wrong. When a stock reacts to a rumor that's false, the oh, market yeah. must correct the error. Often that is done very quickly, which is why trying to outsmart the market is a loser's game. Interesting. So you'll find the article on WokenFree.com. You can um, read and laugh about it, I guess, as well. <laughs> Yeah, I like to add that I think people think you can only make money with like huge investments and that's mm. that's false. I was saying you can invest in penny stocks and you could make money off of that. That's sure. not Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try not to do it on that kind of level. Let's not try to get involved with scumbags, but if we if we keep on the up and up, we can you can oh, earn money. With something else. Yeah. Yes. Have you hey, Woken Free Nation, did you everyone see Wolf of Wall Street? If not Yeah, I saw it. Uh, definitely do. That movie rocked our world. We still laugh about it. Yeah, there's like day. classic scenes in there that uh, always be remembered. Yeah. I'll just say the Lamborghini scene because I don't want to give can't. anything away. Yeah, what was he? The, what don't was, say it. Don't say it. What was it. the drug? Oh, you don't need don't, to mention the drug? Oh, I mean, you can mention what the drug was. What was the name of that again? Um, I, I want to say opiate, but it's not opiate. It's like... I forgot. I know, but there was this drug that they were mentioning in the film that really was something else, guys. Check and, that movie yeah. out. It might come back to me, we'll see. Yeah. And then I was going to say, people think investments all have the same level of risk, and that's not true either. True. Different investments have different level of risk. Some are higher than others. Some are less risky, and they're just, you know, they're bound, they grow over time at a steady mm -hmm. pace. And some jump up and down like a rising wave and a pitfall, a valley, like... They're, they're all different. So there's different levels of risk. They're not all as risky as each other. Sure. What are words of wisdom with investing in the stock market? Mm, yeah, I love quotes. So I found a couple that I thought were really interesting. I'll share my thoughts or the ones that I came across. I will tell you how to become rich. Close the doors. Be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful. Warren Buffett. So the king of stock <laughs> investments uh, gave you everything in that quote. I'll read it again. Just or I'll say it just for you guys to know. I will tell you how to become rich. Close the doors. Be fearful when others are greedy. Be greedy when others are fearful. So like, let that mull over in your mind. Next, investing in investing, what is comfortable is rarely profitable. Robert Arnott. Interesting. Okay. And then hmm. another one by another really great, a profound person in the space is Peter Lynch says, know what you own and know why you own it. So invest conscientiously, strategically, purposefully. Uh, Peter Lynch is another really, really well-known person in the space. So I would uh, very much own and uh, heed their advice, guys. I like uh, the quotes by John C. Bogle, author mm. of The Little Book of Common Sense Investing. Mm -hmm. First one is, don't look for the needle in the haystack, just buy the haystack. Oh, smart. Second, the true investor will do better if he forgets about the stock market and pays attention to his dividend returns and to the operating results of his companies. Interesting. All right. That's that one I like. Another one. Gunning for average is your best shot at finishing above average. Hmm. Interesting. Who would have thought that? Okay. The greatest enemies of the equity investor are expenses and emotions. So emotions wow. definitely can mess people up in the stock market. It definitely does. People yeah. react and 
messes everything yeah. up. Yeah. You screw up, so don't don't get so emotional. It's like a life principle right there. Yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and the last one is the greatest enemy of a good plan is the dream of a perfect plan. Stick to uh, the good plan. Traditional. <laughs> interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. It's time for the scenario. Scenario one. Augustus has just been given the task to safeguard the money he earned from selling his dad's ultra-rare hot rod he recently restored with mostly OEM parts. He has the choice to place the money in a CD, a money market savings account, or invest it in the stock market. Augustus is in his late 20s and doesn't have any retirement savings. What should he do? Clearly not the CD. I feel like no one has mentioned CD since we were 10 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I say he should probably go into the stock market, but if he doesn't necessarily feel like he fully has all the advice that he knows that he feels like could help him, maybe seek out some professional advice. And that doesn't have to be working with a brokerage firm. It could be doing some research on his own, but I would, I would say... Take a risk. Go with the stock market. Why not? Yep. I agree with that. I would just say take whatever amount of that money he has and make sure he can afford his life for uh, at least six months without a paycheck of nice. any sort or any income of any sort. So just make sure he has that just in his savings account just so he's ready to go in case of any emergencies. And then with the rest of the money, he can go ahead and invest it in Absolutely. the stock market. And, and don't buy a hot rod for himself. I know you guys... <laughs> <laughs> like to you know hopefully not I keep mean, it fancy but you know let's that keep it would smart not be great no it would not yeah scenario two miss jackson is in her late 40s and has decided to take more control of her money she has been working at the same company for 20 plus years and now has the option to actively trade stocks with money in her savings or purchase index funds through a savings plan at her job which should she do Index funds are the ones that are managed through someone else? Or so no? index funds are, they're technically a type of mutual funds, but they have less fees. Yeah. And they always are okay. buying. They're yeah. always buying every stock, every stock in that specific market that the yes, index fund is that. in. Yeah, no. Um, this is a special Tony type Robbins of fund. Was mentioning the this is a very special type of fund. That was really good. Uh, I think based on a little bit of what I read about, I think I would go the route of the index fund uh, purchase. That, that's what I think. What do you think? And you are correct. If she mm. actively trades, she's probably going to lose more money than she would get in the index fund. Because mm -hmm. if she's actively trading, what she's hoping is probably to beat the market. Index fund says, forget that. I'm not going to beat the market. I'll just be the market, like mm -hmm. buy the market. Mm -hmm. And the market is always, our companies are always growing over time. And gotcha. the index fund capitalizes on that. And you earn, your stock price goes up as the market grows. So in the end, you end up, beating people that are like actively trading <laughs> and yeah. even mutual funds that might say oh the one year we have a higher return but then next year they may not the mutual fund will grow over time regardless so if you if you looked at a mutual fund compared to the index fund the index fund will always be worth more over a long period of time so definitely go with the index fund if you want to actively trade that could just be with your fund money the money she was going to use to like 
go on a trip or something that she didn't really need. She can put that money into actively trading. But I love how she's going on some trip that she didn't really need, but he, you didn't even make that assumption that he was going to try to buy a hot rod or do Nah, something. he's too young, so but he knows better. But it gets life No, but, but you, you see what I told him? No, remember, she's, she's older, so she thinks that, oh, it doesn't matter. I can just spend my money how I want. So now she's older and uh, completely silly with money then. <laughs> well, no, the problem is she just, remember, she just got control of all her money. What would the sane person do with that? What would the average American do if they ran into low boatloads of money? If you're not Augustus. Play Monopoly. Augustus is different. Just think of him. He comes from a great lineage. Moving on. Scenario three. Clarence is close friends with Lucilia, who is launching her company that offers tablets that look and feel like books on the outside, but have dual OLED screens on the inside. Lucilia is offering Clarence a potential deal of a lifetime by giving him access to Series A investing for her startup at a discounted rate. Should Clarence buy into this opportunity, or are business and friendships best kept separate? <laughs> That's a hell of a question, Khalil. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one's a double-edged sword. There's two things going on here. And this is truly happens. People are faced with this every day. Oh, lordy. People are definitely faced with this every day. With all the startups popping up, you know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, Khalil. Why do you so... say me? This is the scenario. The scenario presents itself. Uh, I would say that based on the facts presented... Obviously, I would still have more questions because you know how I am. But uh, given if if there's a pre if we have a couple of premises to work off of, I'm going to assume that Clarence uh, sees Lucilia's uh, company launching company as profitable as seemingly profitable as something that he is interested in this business and this startup. He's interested in the product line. He is, uh, it doesn't have to be equally as passionate about it, about her as it, as she is about it, but he thinks that this is a good idea and he thinks that this is going further. Uh, and he has the financial, uh, backing to be able to, to pursue this. Then yes, I would say, uh, despite the friendship, I think that business, if you can make money, then you should move forward and make money. And, uh, if things do light up on fire, uh, hopefully uh, their friendship isn't tainted too much from it, but ultimately you want to make choices that uh, hopefully can expand your wallet and uh, give you more options in life. So uh, I don't think that just because they're friends, they shouldn't necessarily be in business together, but I think that there should be clear understanding as to what he's getting involved in. And she should be completely transparent with the vitality and estimations of her business. And this isn't some weird, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that no one else can do. Give me a $1.3 billion. Oh, JK, I can't actually do this. If you get my drift. <laughs> <laughs> but your thoughts? So you don't think he owes it to her to buy in even if he doesn't agree with the idea since they're friends? Oh, I'm saying he should do it. Yeah, but, I'm, uh, but you're saying he should do it only if he thinks it's a sound business choice. What if he thinks it's not that great? What should he do in that situation? Well, why would you put money behind something that you don't agree Because this in? is your friend, and it could ruin your friendship if you don't invest. 
Well, it That's could ruin your friendship. Could get ruined either way, right? So it could it, he could invest and it all implodes, and yeah. then then he he's could, gonna be mad at her. Yeah, and then he could <laughs> invest, and and even though he wasn't for it, it still implodes. And yeah, so it it's it's not that it's a losing proposition, but the 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 risk of losing friendship can exist from anything. He could run over her cat, and they could not be friends. Oh like, come so, on, lady. Ultimately, you, your friendship can always get tainted by life scenarios. I think it's better to make decisions based on the business as opposed to like on the friendship tip because friendship, uh, sadly, <laughs> doesn't always last forever. So, but businesses uh, do. Oh, well, some businesses have lasted quite a bit <laughs> long. I mean, we have the Rockefellers for a reason. Forever, right? ever, like, forever, ever, 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 ever. Yes. So, you know, I think you should think clearly about the financial benefit that can come from this. And so if he doesn't see the vision for it, then he most likely wouldn't put the money behind it. If he does, then he should. And, you know, like I said, but be very clear and, and, and not be like, I'm doing this because you're my friend. Are you going to keep me up today? Let's have dinner. What's going on? You know, it shouldn't be that kind of weird. It needs to be a, he would be an investor like anyone else. It's not anything different just because they happen to send well, he's getting the discounter rate though that's one thing that other people aren't getting and but i'm sure that there are other people in that series as well so it's not going to just be him alone in the series that gets that rate right so no well in this case she's only giving it to you just you and well, i don't small know group. what the financial and she's legal only, requirements she's only giving it to you that, and, and, a, and a small group of people like okay yeah, yeah it's i not, mean i thought is, that there has to when you say series though i think there just has to be more than one person yeah it, but it, so. this is a small group though yeah, so if he if he sees the value in the investment, he I mean, should move like, forward. If he misses out on this, then that's the last time he gets that rate. Yeah, God bless him. I mean, it's you have opportunities. Uh, read the book uh, "Year of Yes" by uh, by Shonda Rhimes, man. You got to say yes when the universe gives you these opportunities, and if you don't, you don't. But I, again, make the decision based on the business, not on the friendship. Because, like I said, he could, you know. Touch, by accident touch her boob and they're not friends you know what I mean like people then they become best friends okay guy okay <laughs> what do you think you should do uh, definitely invest regardless of any other factors yeah oh interesting cause it I, mean, I don't know it seems like an opportunity of a lifetime so I would I would tell him definitely invest as long as Lucilia isn't like a, a flaky person Okay. If you try, if you trust her, like business sense, because gotcha. what if Clarence is just not even that great at business? I don't know. I mean, he might not. I just say as long as Lucilia is like a really, mm-hmm. as long as she's a decent person, and remember they're close friends, so it's not that ain't like I said, people's friendship fall by the wayside. Uh, <laughs> it's well, yeah, for business. me, I, for me, I go by since they're close friends, he should invest with her. Yeah. That's my uh, that's my opinion. And yeah. you say he she needs to get he needs to get a brain and figure out if this is a good investment and then invest. I That's think you he say. needs to use his brain in his head. But, but he might not have a. But he might not be like. If she's very... so smart, then why is she hanging around with this dud? I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is a real situation. <laughs> Happens more times than not. You know that too. You know that's true. All I'm saying is, I think that people overestimate friendships, and I think that people make decisions based on friendship, and they should make decisions based on business. Is this someone I want to be in business with? Regardless of friendship, it needs to be very crystal clear because otherwise, then, like I said, if things implode, then all of a sudden the friendship gets affected. You know, just was this a good business investment? Yes. Am I making money? Yes. Awesome. Keep it moving. If we're friends, cool. If we're not, it's not that big of a deal. Like, all right. Yeah. That's some good advice. Hopefully, people take it to heart. <laughs> I don't know if they are, though. I think they're still just going to go buy the friendship and, and give the money either way. <laughs> so when we get a bunch of emails of people asking us 
I'm not Clarence. <laughs> My name's not Clarence. <laughs> and we are not Lucilia either. <laughs> That's what I'll say. But you guys know. Oh, gosh. You're going to learn today. I need to go play Monopoly. I can't with you. <laughs> you need to play so, the game of life. Oh, I love that game, guys. We, I love the game of life. <laughs> Monopoly is about just, I mean, being rude to people and just treating people just like dirt. Monopoly is about sending people to jail. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> About people really... get really excited about sending people to that side of the board. <laughs> They're like, people... you go to jail. You know, like they get really intense about it. People know. like buying properties from other people and giving them That's terrible true. deals. That's yeah. what it's about. I don't know. We stopped playing that 10 years ago, so I, don't... <laughs> I can't hardly remember it. But yeah, I do I like mean, the name. I don't, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say that's like the best introduction to the finance. It's, it's a fun game, but. There's a little bit more that goes into no, life. No, you should just that. read books about it. And yeah, like, listen to podcasts. I would even say it. the game of the game of life is a little bit more. That gives you a little bit more financial insight than Monopoly. <laughs> Monopoly is just kind of like maybe it's more of like managing people. You kind of learn. Sure. And you learn how Which to negotiate. Which is a good skill set, though. It's to negotiating, well. yeah. You learn negotiation. That's what Monopoly That's is about. That's critical. Yeah. Absolutely. Now we are at that time again. Thank God. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting sound. <laughs> it's the coming of the end of our 55th episode of Woke, Woke and Free. Free. Really? Who really? was that? Oh, I'm the man and now you're the woman. No, you know what? Even though on that episode we thought there are no ghosts, was that just a ghost? I would say something. <laughs> and I would say it in no, the way don't that say Paul that. Mooney says it. Don't say that. So because I will amend the statement. You know, you know what's crazy? Because... Just recently, we bought this microphone that could detect ghosts, and that's what we're actually recording on. And so, you heard that sound? That may have been the ghost that we captured. No, expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people say they have these paranormal tools. How come we don't have it? Uh, Isn't this the paranormal microphone? It detects special e waves that are only given off by the special as ghost said energy by Paul things. Mooney. No, don't say it. Just Khalil, continue on. There are no Continu- ghosts. <laughs> No, you but said it. No. All know Paul Moody and what he really says. Yeah, he says invest in the stock market. He says people invest in the stock market. You're missing out. Just like that. Exactly. This is quite <laughs> the episode talking all about investing in the stock market and a lot of other rubbish. And <laughs> I would say gold, but if you call rubbish gold, that's up to you. Every man's treasure is someone else's trash, right? So <laughs> Especially if you're an alchemist like me. Yep. You're talking to alchemists himself. Let's go. Oh, God help you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Will I leave you for what our next episode will be about. Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be talking about the real effect of global warming. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. And make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at wokeandfree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode or share how you feel on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. And of course, always feel free to hit us up on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at WokenFree. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. 
it is a way of life. Till next time.